Welcome to the Inspire Careers Spotlight Series, presenting informational, educational, and entertaining interviews and insights about today's leading career management topics. Your host is Kathy Lanzalaco, CEO of Inspire Careers. Kathy is a member of the Forbes Coaches Council and an award-winning resume writer. Inspire Careers provides career marketing support to executives and professionals and is home to the Inspire Careers Student Professional Launch Program the only new college graduate success program in the country. Follow Kathy on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for new career-related content shared daily, and visit inspirecareers.com to learn more about Kathy and her unique career path from registered nurse to HR leader to entrepreneur, business owner, and podcast host. The podcast you are about to listen to can also be found as a video podcast on the Inspire Careers YouTube channel. Enjoy. another episode of Inspire Careers, Spotlight on Careers, the video podcast series where I interview a variety of guests about important issues on careers and career management that are of interest to today's working professionals. I'm really excited today about my guest. My guest today is Kim Marie McKiernan. She is founder of Inspired Outcomes, I'm Inspired Career, she's Inspired Outcomes, and I thought that was very serendipitous that we should talk today. Welcome, Kim. Thank you so much. It's so great to reconnect with you, and thank you for this opportunity to share some ideas. Kim is the founder of Inspired Outcomes, and the reason I asked her to join us today is because personal branding and company branding is so critical to success today, and it's such a topic we hear so much about, but her company also has a really unique spin on how she achieves branding goals with her clients, and so I wanted to talk to her about that today and to put this conversation right up in front as we're entering 2021 people should be thinking about their personal brand. Companies are thinking about what new ways to approach this year. So let's talk about that a little, Kim. Give us a little background on yourself, your company, and how you got into the field of branding. Well, first, I just want to say I'm so happy to reconnect. We knew each other a long time ago in high school. Oh, don't and tell as anybody you said, when we that both was. <laughs> two years ago, right? Right, right, right. And now we, we really both have this these companies that lead with inspiration. So delighted to talk today. Um, I'd really like to share my story because I think a lot of people can relate to it. I spent most of my career in the corporate world. I worked um, for very large companies, all the way from General Motors to Moog in East Aurora. I traveled all over the world. I had the pleasure of working with colleagues and you know, Germany, China, Japan. Um, I led a team of 12 people around the world to ensure we had a consistent brand and excellent marketing. Um, I, I was really lucky working for a very large company as well that I had brilliant colleagues and worked with the top experts on branding. But now in my own business, I can take all this that I learned and really help other businesses. And this, this really drives me. 
I'm a learner, and I'm very lucky I had the opportunity to earn an MBA, and also a master's in the science of creativity from SUNY Buffalo State. It opened up a whole world for me, Kathy. I learned so much, and I learned about a concept called appreciative inquiry, which I know we'll talk about in a couple of minutes. But I was able to teach these skills to emerging leaders at Moog, develop them, and I saw the power of it. So um, in 2019, I left the corporate world to start my own business called Inspired Outcomes. And I'm passionate about this idea that we need to be more collaborative, creative, and positive in the way we work. So I developed my own way of doing branding as a way to, to help businesses who are starting something new to bring their vision to life and with this strong brand that's going to get them results. Well, you know, you said a phrase that I'm sure many people are not aware of. I wasn't when we first spoke. So can you talk to us a little bit about appreciative inquiry? What is that exactly? So appreciative inquiry is a proven method, and it focuses on strengths, successes, and co-creating the future. It was actually developed in 1987, but a lot of people don't know about it, even though it's been around a while, by a man named Dr. David Cooperwriter. And now it's used extensively around the world, especially for change management. Um, and I always like to tell people, consider the name appreciative, gratitude, positive, growing in value, appreciate. The second part, inquiry, asking deep and meaningful questions that prompt positive change. Many people have heard of positive psychology, strengths finder, Clifton strengths, and these are very aligned ways of looking at organizations in terms of the positive. There's a lot of research behind it, and it's really used extensively. One-to-one -one coaching, leadership development, even summits with over a 1,000 people. So this is a very, very flexible tool. I'm certified in it, and I use it normally for helping people develop strategy. But I, I have developed my own way of using it with over 100 tools and creativity that I learned in the program. So I really combine this idea of appreciative inquiry and creativity with best practices. And it's the idea that you start with the brand and you focus on your strengths and what's working. And that's the foundation. And I've seen some excellent results. I've been doing some work with the Jacobs School of Medicine. And for example, if you use appreciative inquiry, to focus on your strengths and what brings you joy. For example, when you're picking a specialty as a doctor, that's a very different place than saying, oh, this is what I don't want to do. So I've seen great successes with it. You know, Kim, that reminds me, when I talk to my clients and I'm interviewing them about um, about not only their their past successes in their in their work, but we talk about what made that successful. I often use the term with them about their zone of genius. Right, that little mm -hmm. space that you're in, that's your sweet spot where it all comes together. And it's not where, where you're better than anybody else, but it's where you're your best. That sounds very similar to me about what you're talking about. Exactly, exactly. And it's that positive approach lets people shine. 
what's really special about them. And I think that's, that's a lot of what we're going to talk about today in personal branding. Well, can you take it back just a little bit and talk about branding? I know, you know, I use that term all the time. It's become a very popular term used on LinkedIn and all over the place. But can you just kind of break it down for people a little bit and talk about that importance of branding for teams, for startups, for established organizations, and even for people, individuals? Sure, I'd love to. So the first thing I'm going to say sometimes shocks people. You do not own your own personal brand. Brand is really held in the perception of others. So if a person that could be a coworker, colleagues, friends, a business that's your customers, vendors, and employees, right? It's perceived through the lens of others. And it's also made up of every single interaction you have. And as human beings, we are wired to detect any inconsistency. So that's where the consistency of a brand is so important. And I am passionate about talking about this idea of authentic or true. And why that's important is that when you create this perception in another, anytime you do not um, have meet their expectations and create that inconsistency, you can lose all that work that you've done. So for example, if I say I'm customer centric, but I never return your phone calls, it's going to take me a long time to overcome that inconsistency in the mind of my customer, right? So a brand is a great value because it is how you're going to be remembered. If you think about yourself, um, a lot of people tell me the biggest struggle they have with their brand is they're humble, right? That they don't feel comfortable talking about themselves. But that's where the true brand comes in, right? Because if it's truly you, you are comfortable. And one of my clients I, re I remember was um, running for public office for the first time. And he really wanted some help with his brand. And he was just like this, very humble. But as soon as we finished the process and we came up with a way of talking about him that was authentic, he had his pitch down the very next day. So this idea of if it's true, it's not going to be any effort at all to be consistent. This is how you come across. This is the reality. And it's going to be something you want to sing from the rooftops because it's true. So I always say authentic personal brand is so important in your career because this is how you are going to be remembered by others. Well, you know, Kim, I hear that all the time from my clients when I'm speaking with them. And for the most part, they are humble, but they're not really sure how to talk about themselves. And what that is, is really about communicating their value and who they really are. And that's where the authenticity comes in. And what's that old saying too, you know, if it's, if you're, if it's true, you're not bragging. And I think that's where people get confused about being able to yes. communicate their brand and their value and confusing that with bragging and with saying things that, that aren't true. But you keep hitting on the, the authenticity piece. Can you talk a little bit about that 
as people are taking this step for the first time and they're thinking about it and reflecting. And when you're talking about organizations, you've got a big mind trust there and you may have already established a brand with the public. But what if you're an individual or just starting a company? How do you even begin to think about what's authentic about yourself? Sure. I mean, I have um, a way of helping people and give them some tips for doing this. And the first one I like to do is to spend the time in defining your brand. What really sets you apart? Think about your customer and their point of view. What do they care about? What do they value? Start there. Then write down who you are, what you do, and how you do it through their lens. So there's something so powerful about writing it down and actually documenting it. It's one of the things I always encourage. Yes. The second point I like to make is to share your values and beliefs. There's a trend going on in the world, especially now, where people buy products and services that align with their values, right? So we understand that. But it's also true for individuals in their life, right? They want to surround themselves with others who also care, who are about something, right? So share your values and beliefs. Don't be afraid to have that purpose-driven life in the way you communicate with others. And the third thing I always say, and you touched on this so well, Kathy, is to understand what others value about you is not so easy. In Appreciative Inquiry, there's a concept called Reflected Best Self. And it was developed by a great professor out of MIT. I'm happy to, sh- to share the original article with anyone who's interested. But it's the idea that w- in times of transition, like when we're changing jobs, ask people their perspective on what they value about you. Luckily, somebody told me to do this when I left my job of 18 years. And it was so helpful in developing my brand. We don't always know what we're, isn't everybody good at what we're good at? No, that perspective is so helpful. So ask others what they value about you and write it down meticulously. And this is like gold as you're developing your own personal brand. I think people are afraid sometimes. Again, they're they're afraid of what that answer might be, but I think it could be so enlightening and it could be exciting because we don't know and we take for granted. And I think sometimes other people take us for granted, not on purpose, but they haven't had a chance to communicate it to us. What a wonderful opportunity to give them the opportunity to share their thoughts on us. I, I think that's that's giving in itself. And I, that would make me feel wonderful to be able to do that if I hadn't thought about it proactively. It really is that collaboration you were talking about earlier. Yes. And when I have people do this, it is so inspirational and so helpful to them. I can remember one of my clients shared with me some of her feedback And it actually made me cry, Kathy. It was so beautiful. And you could see what a difference she was making. So this is something that's always positive. And people shouldn't be afraid of it. It's a great step to take for them. So not that it's not part of it, but branding is so much more than the colors that you use and the logo. 
you know, and, and what type of, whether it's a document, you know, what your font looks like, those are all important things too. But it really is about getting to the heart of the mission of the organization and certainly the goals of the person. So that's, that's wonderful for us to begin to think about. So Kim, coming back to your business, can you just share with our audience here, where do you, where do your clients come from? If somebody was interested in speaking with you, uh, whether for, you mentioned that you worked with politicians, the Jacobs School of Medicine, individuals, um, where might they find information about you and how best to reach out to you? Sure. So I always say I work with anybody who's starting something new or refreshing their brand. So I'm delighted to, to help in any way I can. The best place to get more information is my website, www.inspiredoutcomesnow. So don't forget the word now.com. And um, there you can reach me um, also on LinkedIn. Happy to take any in messages and LinkedIn. But there's a form there, and I'm delighted. I, I really like this idea of relationship and collaboration. So I like to get to know people and help them any way that I can. Kim, where are your clients mostly based? Do you serve people outside of the Buffalo area? That's probably important to people watching this. Yes, all over the country and the world, actually. So I also have some clients <laughs> in Europe as well. So um, I'm very comfortable with international settings and everybody has a personal brand. So they need, need that help for sure. What do you think is going to be the big trend in branding in 2021 as we're entering the new year? I really think this idea of purpose-driven brands is critical. And I'm seeing it with my clients. They are starting businesses because they're about something and they really are driven. They have a strong why and purpose and that, that really dr drives the right customers to them. Well, it's, I've heard this and I'm not sure where it originated, so I don't want to misrepresent it, but it always comes back to that statement about know your why. Correct. Exactly. I'm a big fan of Simon Sinek. And, okay, that's and where it was. I knew, we, I just wasn't yes. sure exactly who, but know your why. So that's always comes yes. back to that. Why are you doing what you're doing to begin with? What goals are you trying to achieve? Right. And the why should be part of your brand as well, because that's what's going to drive that ideal customer to want to form that relationship with you. And can we also help people understand that if they're job seekers, their customer essentially are the employers. Right. What are they trying to communicate to the people that they want to work for, the companies that they're targeting, network connections that they're trying to make? I mean, we talk about the elevator pitch for people, right? And I know I work with my clients on that um, when I do career coaching with them is you only have that first couple of seconds to really be able to communicate what your brand is, why you're there. And it isn't about, well, you know, I just got out of the car and I was doing this earlier today. It's that very the very succinct but very smooth communication about yourself. And I think that's what we're talking about in terms of the personal edge for the job seekers out there. Absolutely. It's so important. I, I learned this a long time ago that really you can have all the qualifications in the world, but if you can't form a connection with somebody, it's not going to work, right? So, so that's really uh, what personal brands are so good at doing. All right, then I think that's where we're going to leave it today and gives people a lot to think about. I really hope that 
we get some questions. And if anyone has questions for Kim about branding, whether you are an organization, whether you're an individual, perhaps you're a startup. And I know that a lot of people are starting new projects and new companies as We've had all this economic upheaval this past year and moving on to the next one. Feel free to drop your comments in the comments section and Kim will answer any questions that you have at all. I'm also going to post her, um, her website, Inspired Outcomes Now, so that you can go directly to there. And Kim has offered for you to reach out, connect with her on LinkedIn, and she'll be glad to answer any branding questions that you may have at all. Thank you so much for joining us today, Kim, from Inspired Outcomes. It was a pleasure, and it certainly was a pleasure on a personal note reconnecting with you again. I had a wonderful time. Thank you so much. I'm honored to be included in your podcast. Thank you, Kim. I appreciate that. All right. If you need anything from us, let us know. Live Inspired. <laughs>